in this one, just trying to get a feel of things. I want to ask you guys your immediate reactions because the starters played the first half. Obviously, <clears throat> that's it. What did you think of that first unit, Tatum, Brown, Hayward? How did they look in their first outing to you? Sloppy, right? That's the word. It was a mess from the start on both sides, but the difference was the Thunder had a dominant center, and he put them to work on the cuts, on the drives, on all that. Uh, Tice just got knocked around early, and then the defense collapsed. Shooters got looks for them, and uh, that was where it broke down. I didn't think the offense was too bad. Jalen Brown, as we talked about, a half hit some nice shots, overpowered the smaller wings. Um, Tatum was okay. Hayward was a little flat. Uh, everything just looked flat on both ends for the most part. Nothing overly concerning, um, but it, it wasn't exactly March Celtics that we saw gross. starting out there. It yeah, gross. it was gross. Yeah, this this was glorified it's summer fine. league. Yeah, this was glorified summer league. I mean, anybody who expected to watch you know playoff atmosphere basketball or, or that type of skill level hasn't been paying attention for the last four months. I mean, these guys haven't been together. They haven't been playing basketball. They were just thrown into this, you know, bubble recently and they're trying to make it work like it's going to be bumpy, you know, and, and on top of it all, they're playing in front of nobody. So there's not a ton of, uh, you know, it's a lot of self-motivating going on out there right now. I mean, this is this is this is just practice scrimmage to these guys. You know, nobody cares that they lost the game. Um, know, offensively, they missed open shots. I mean, that's I care that they lost to me. I yeah, I can tell. I can see yeah. it in your, in your I wanted the W. Really bothered. <laughs> we wanted to, yeah. you know why? Because I wanted Bobby to get his Tremont Waters and uh and Rob Wait, Williams. Tremont Water looked I got good. it. Yeah. I got it. And guess what? Here's my take. This guy's <laughs> gonna play over Brad Wanamaker. I mean, Wanamaker's getting those shoe in minutes still. Yeah. And he doesn't give them much. I mean, I've been saying that all year. He goes three for five in this one. He was okay, but you get passing, you get defense, you get strip steals from Waters. Now, again, he's facing that second unit, but still tons of energy from him. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys about that second unit because Brad Stevens has been talking about how that's been one of the bright spots from their practices in the restart is how reinvigorated that unit looks. We've talked about the Rob Williams hype train. Mm -hmm. Not uh, anything spectacular out of him tonight, but he is healthy. So that's a plus. You talked about Traylon Waters, who everyone thinks has a really high ceiling. But what did you think of the second unit? Do you feel comfortable with where the bench are you sure? is? No. Are you excited no. about it? No. I, I, no. I mean, look. Ennis yeah, John, good, what are your thoughts? I mean, really look. Great. Ennis was good, but Ennis does what he does. I mean, that's what you count on him. But, I mean, and again, he did it in that kind of first unit, not just with, you know, scrub time, you know. Um, but it's that's always the worry, right? I mean, th this team is – four 20-point scorers and Marcus Smart and then, you know, you plucky minutes from Daniel yeah. Tyson, that's it. You know, like there's nothing else really behind it. And, I mean, it was interesting. You, you saw Shemi come in as the as the first guy off the bench there. You know, you, 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 be nice to see a little bit more out of him. But, I, you know, the rookies, I don't know. And kind of I mean, is what he is too. Yeah, exactly. Grant Williams it is what it is. Rob Williams, again, I, I mean, it's still preseason. I would have liked to see a glimmer of the Superman everybody was describing. Uh, in, he in, did have in, a collision and, and did get up. So right. Yeah. Nice but uh, the, the thing we were talking about offline up. was the uh, the total disappearance of uh, where was Romeo? Like physically, where was Romeo? Yeah, I'm sure Brad's gonna say you know talk about that after the game because apparently they were all healthy aside from Kemba, so that was kind of a surprise. Who knows? But um, it gets me thinking bad things. I'm not gonna speculate, but you know you got injury slash illness. 
illness is one of those two. They always say that though. They Slash leaving the bubble for pizza, you know, like, yeah. I mean. <laughs> right. I think Tra- Tremont Waters is a guy like, I know that's Bobby's guy. And I think he's a, a player that they can use because he scores in bunches. He scores quickly. And one of the things I was thinking about when the Celtics were down relatively big was how do you, you know, a lot of times when you're down big, you're kind of using the fans if you're home or you're using something to get yourself back in the game. These guys are going to have to find it within themselves. They're going to have to really find a way to dig deep and score, you know, score in bunches. They need guys like that. And, and you know, no no offense to Brad Wanamaker, but I do think, you know, Waters is, is a is a guy that can score more, you know, in bunches, sort of, sort of speak. So maybe he's the player they use. But long story, I mean, if you're seeing a lot of Tremont Waters, that means you're probably not seeing a lot of Kemba Walker. So I think you're screwed either way. If you're seeing either of those that's two that is a great there, point. Yeah, it's really not probably a good situation for you. So and we talked about Kemba, it in the halftime, Jimmy. Too, it's that thing where like. You know, it's it's real. The 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 no Kemba, you can even see it in in just a yeah. teeny bit of this preseason yeah. sort of thing. It's you know, it affects everything on offense. Yeah. You, you know, see it in yeah, you see it in the numbers, and you see it play out in action too yeah. with the eye test. Totally. Like they're they're a little better at the top defensively. Like right. when they got into that zone too, seeing Tatum and Smart play zone at the top there is fun. Yeah, like they were breaking yeah. up passing lanes, all that. Yeah, stuff. there's nowhere to go. Right? No, I, think, I mean, it's. I think it made me more worried about the lingering knee issues tonight because if this is something that limits his minutes throughout those seeding games or when they start ramping things up for the playoffs, it's a disheveled product with no Kemba. I know we love what Tremont Waters can bring, and Brad Wanamaker is while he's not super exciting he's he's a veteran and he's very trustworthy and he takes care of the ball and that's all you can ask for but you know that if this is an issue that lasts throughout this entire restart this is no celtics to the finals situation no yeah i I said this at halftime i want to get uh you know john or jimmy's thoughts on this like Tatum, when he was scoring 30 points a game that last month, it was an easy transition. Uh, Kemba missed like six out of the last 10 games, and you didn't feel it because of what Tatum was doing. Mm-hmm. How Tatum looked to you tonight? One of six, falling on the drives. Like It, it kind of looked like early season Tatum at some spots. It looked like, it looked like golfer Tatum. Okay. I think Tatum's uh, I'm not doing it. I'm just not, kidding. I just no, I had it, to. I, mean, I had to. I had to. You're joking. Romeo, by it, the way, but, stomach issue, stomach issue, Brad just said, so. Ah, the bubble food. But yeah, the Tatum Tatum looked sloppy, but he did look good on defense. The shoot, you know, uh, I think they said it in the broadcast too. Uh, the the skill guys, the, you know, who need touch and who need shots and need to get into their rhythm, you know, breaking down defenders and getting their shots off, you know, uh, th- those guys are going to take a little bit more time to figure stuff out. But to see him active defensively, you know, like it looks like he's in the right, you know. And right. through, I mean, you, through watching the watching the seas when life was normal, I do think that Tatum is someone who is super emotional and plays off the energy of the crowd almost more than others on the Celtics team. Jimmy, you've talked about it, how these guys are superstars. They feed off the confidence they gain from getting that attention and praise mm-hmm. from a crowd or from the just the atmosphere. And I do think Tatum's a very high-low kind of guy in that way where he does feed off the energy a lot. So I do think it's going to be interesting how he's able to self-motivate and get himself out of ruts with little to no outside assistance in this situation because I do think he's an emotional player, even though himself as a guy is very quiet and, and reserved. Yeah, I was going to say. I do think he's that way on the court. 
Yeah, I think that's something that kind of happened this year with him. I think that's something that he kind of mm-hmm. added, you know, the emotional aspect of his game because he was pretty centered the first couple of years. You know, that's right. just part of being a rookie probably and, you know, being humble and things like that. But taking on a bigger role, I think he's got more confidence. And, yeah, he feeds off the crowd. He feeds off the energy out there. Marcus Smart, you know, Jalen Brown, you can go down the line of, of guys that do that. So I think they're going to – but, you know, they're a close team, and I think they'll be able to feed off each other a little bit. And, I mean, every NBA team's going through the same thing, so it's no it's no excuse that you can use. I mean, every NBA team's going out there and playing in front of themselves. You know, they're they're not going to – it's different. It's, it's almost probably like a – brings them back to probably like an AAU tournament feel, you know, like playing with, you know, crazy the, talent and, and just trying to, you right. know, win the game. But, I was thinking about um, the environment too, like those boards being close there, no cred. The depth perception's definitely thrown off too on the shots. Like those are just one of many uh, adjustments you kind of have to make to that environment. Um, the lack of noise, the communication that the defenses are able to throw out there. I mean, I right. think that's going to be tougher for offenses too. Like if you're not at home, guys are able to talk on the other team. Like this would have, I guess, been a home game for the Celtics. That's something you, there's just a ton of environmental adjustments. It's weird. It's weird. It's not well, Major League Baseball weird, but it's weird. Like it's you know, it's the more I don't I, mind the crowd noise, fake crowd noise. It's not the fake. Noise. It's just how cavernous it seems there. At least here, yeah. it's tightly packed. You know, and there's a lot of guys in the court together. There's a lot of movement, but it is it it is weird. It it feels like you know YMCA pickup. You know, it's just like yeah. you know, and that motivation. Like, sure, you want to stay on, you want to get next, but like you don't have. I mean, that energy is going to be a big, big deal. Normally, there's guys inches from you when you're taking that jump shot in the corner. Yeah. Now it's just miles yeah. of space. Right, right on top of you, and you you're walking down that. You know, you go down the sideline after you hit a corner three and people are just up, you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. that there's nothing there at all. So, I mean, the more I, the more I think about it and like after watching this game and, you know, seeing some basketball yesterday, is like, I really don't think these NBA teams are going to put even a whole lot of emphasis on the regular season going into the best. Cause if you think I about agree. it, there's so little, there, there's really not, you know, NBA or pro teams, I don't think they really spend a lot of time trying to position themselves in the seedings that much. And there's even less reason to do so now because there's no home court advantage, mm-hmm. right? So as long as you're making the playoffs, you're, you just want to be healthy and you want to be somewhat cohesive going into it. That's going to be the difficult part is putting in enough effort that you got, that you know how to turn it on and play when it matters, but also not overexerting yourself, not injuring yourself, not taking yourself out of the competition yeah. before it even starts. It's going to be, be kind of painful. That. Sierra said that earlier, like, how, you know, I'm talking about how weird it is. If, what, if, what if you, like, get deep and, like, win? Like, what, what do you do? What if you win a championship and there's no one there to cheer for you? <laughs> right. It goes it. back to, like, AAU, it. you know? Like, like I said, it goes so, back to – It's so weird, but I do think that people scoff at, like, team chemistry when it's at the professional level because you can't pick your teams and it's not about being best friends with each other. But in this situation – I think team chemistry is huge. Teams that actually like each other and get along, like yep. we're not bringing up Kyrie Celtics and whatever, but imagine that team here, they would fumble because all you have to lean on is each other in this situation. And it seems like from what we've learned this year, these guys actually really like each other and they like being around yeah. each other. And I think that will be super, super helpful for them because they're the only ones that will get up for you this entire experience. Just following up quickly, some post-game commentary, guys. Uh, You know, uh, Jalen Brown was talking to reporters just a minute ago and and said his number one takeaway. And um, we talked about this again in the pregame and the halftime about how they kind of came in. Everyone said they're in good shape. And his number one takeaway is, 
we're not in nearly as good shape as we thought we were. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You get, there's shape and then there's game shape. Right, exactly. It's so different. You know, it's like within minutes, you're like, whoa, this is hard. You know, so I'm tired. That was a takeaway. And you talk about, you know, earlier. And these guys barely even played. You know, barely played. This is barely play. played and at like yeah. 70% intensity. Yeah, you right. can I mean, jump like, rope, you can run on the track, you can do all that. But everybody says you got to be running back and forth, playing defense, taking shots, or you know, that's the only way you can get back in the game shape, as they say. Which yeah, is I why, mean, as you guys said, I I, I agree. They're not going to take they're not going to take the regular season uh, game seriously. This is this is a long ramp up to to get yourself even close to game shape. And there's two sides to that, right? Like the NBA was looking for the perfect format for that regular season to make it matter. But they also could have screwed up the competitive balance to some degree if they did the group play or something that was going to drastically shift how the playoffs look. This is all kind of kind of going to work out how it would have, I think, unless the Pelicans really go on a charge and take that eight seed. I think a lot of people thought that was exactly what they did this for or entirely what they yes. did this for. But Get Zion um, in there. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So other than that, like, I don't think there's going to be all that much jockeying for seeding. Like Jimmy said, like there'll be no emphasis placed whatsoever on these eight games for anybody above the seven seed line. And you know, who cares about the seven and eight seed? Those didn't matter to begin with. Losers. It didn't matter. It won't matter. Scrimmage too much because again, it's a scrimmage. It's 11 scrimmages. But how concerning was just Adams completely dominating in the paint? Just, just, Especially in that first half. Well, I mean, it was with ease. It was more of like a reminder, right? Because the Celtics have always had trouble with big. Yeah, they do. And like, I guess when you when you want, if you want to talk about matchups, you probably don't want the Celtics to end up with like the Sixers in the first round. That would be like worst case scenario for them because Joel Embiid is gonna do his thing. You know, and, and the Celtics can only do so much. I do hear that Joel Embiid drinks like seven Chick-fil-A milkshakes a day, though. And so maybe in quarantine, that got that, away from him. And he's a little <laughs> slower than usual. Ben, ben Simmons was hitting threes today, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, nice look in the really corner. are in 2020. Yes. The world really is ending. All his threes are in uh, preseason games, right, at this point in his career? No, he's had he had one, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Wait, have we, we've seen Embiid. What does he look like? They played earlier and they played well. Uh, Horford's still kind of out of it for them, but Simmons played well and Embiid's pretty dominant. Yeah, yeah, I think Embiid actually hired a chef. What did they sign Horford for? Can we, <laughs> I'm not going to go off on that, but um, we're, we're not. I, I got a big question for everybody. So, was Romeo Lankford, uh, are we blaming the NBA bubble food or are we blaming the shotgunning uh, challenge? Or he's too young for that, right? I'm, I don't blame, know. I'm, blaming, draft, <laughs> I'm blaming drafting him at all. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, you know, yeah, a, I got a quick trigger. I got a happened. quick trigger. I gave up on Romeo like seconds in, but you know. bad news yet. all the time with him. Bad news after bad news. After oh bad news. yeah. And, and you know, what sinks too. the way Jimmy said it, like, we're not going to see Tremont if Kemba's out there, but they do need a like fourth wing to rotate in and Shemi doesn't really have it. Like he'll have a game every few weeks. Uh, Javante green had a few. Okay. Buckets today. Langford, if he Should played the way he did in college and even just flashed a little bit of his potential, I feel like he could easily claim that spot. And he just can't even get on the court. You want him to, but you're right. You're stuck with you're stuck with Shemi and Grant and just kind of yeah, you know, what they give uh, you, which you know exactly what it is, you know. I think it's yeah. it's just I think it's probably just tough. Like it's a tough rookie season for that guy. I mean, coming in 
injured to start, trying to play his way into the rotation. Now with this pandemic, he's, you know, living in, you know, this is a probably a war one for the kids. So I don't think they're expecting a 10 out of him, but obviously, you know, they want him to be healthy. So, I mean, if it's just a stomach bug, then, yeah, I probably blame the bubble food for, you know, it's, for this it's one. It's true, but. though. If you think about it also, and I, actually we were in that BOL thing we were looking at with uh, Robert Ori. I don't know if you saw that clip, Sierra, but he was talking about the reason he picks Robert Ori picking. It's not a controversial pick, but he picks the Lakers to win it all because his thinking is, <laughs> you know, talent is one. But the other is you, when you have a team with mega superstars who are cajillionaires who live in places with these – palaces and he's got two full courts and a full weight room and this and that it's actually pretty easy to keep yourself in game shape versus yeah. like you know you're a rookie and you're coming in or some of the younger kids yeah they're i mean you know they're doing Living fine in a hotel but, room. but they don't have a compound you know where they've got like every every single means even tatum no. you know went like they're two kids. months without shooting a basketball it's like you mm -hmm. know like you know where LeBron's probably got like three full courts in his house, so it is a it's That's a different true. ball game where you're just kind of coming in really really cold for some of these guys and didn't do anything for a while. So, oh yeah, and and Super you know, interesting when you're a Go young ahead, kid like that, you need you need the the schedule, right? You need people, you need the trainers, you need the coaches, you need people keeping you in line. So when you have all that freedom, all that free time, and the, and you don't have the training facilities that you would normally have at your disposal, like, like John just said, I mean, you're just kind of waiting, you know, you're waiting around until I can't imagine he was able to do a whole lot. Yeah. Following yeah, along real that. quick on a, uh, we got a comment here. Uh, somebody was talking about the bench. We have Jared on YouTube commenting, uh, let down by the bench, expecting them to play better, man, our bench sucks. Um, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if you thought that you you had to have thought, thought that already before you know right. I mean? yeah. like, nothing shocked me about this. Is this new news? This is not new news. No, I don't, I, think we learned, I don't think we learned anything today. We really did. This is more like, oh, I forgot. Okay, now I remember. Okay, yeah, yep. we still suck. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Got yeah, it. you, thought, you like, thought some weird things might happen, and we'll see a complete reversal of that, but it was normal. It was, it was all the, it was all right. the, I mean. Right. In order for the Celtics to have success, they, they they are top heavy, right? And that that means Kemba, Tatum are the two guys that really need to be at the top of their game. At least one of them has. We to didn't be, talk right? about it, but Jalen was actually Jalen looked and Jalen's like very close, very close to normal and quick. And he's the one who we just said earlier said that they weren't in shape. But he, he himself, his footwork he looked good. He looked he looked quick. He looked explosive. And again, yeah, maybe trying to do that for 38 minutes is a different story but he right. looked he looked the like he'd been good. in a gym right the shot looked good he Three looked very in, he looked really in sync hayward looked like hayward yeah, he did what he did he got into the lane yeah. did his little pull-ups you know didn't yeah. hit but his open he was, shots he was trying to yeah. get play he does that's yeah. what he does he's got to get places to get his shot off he was getting he was getting where he wanted to go the shot yeah. just didn't fall they did put the ball in his hands at the end of the half, though, and it didn't go well. But I do like the uh, concept behind that, letting him run the offense a little yep. bit with no Kemba out there. He's yep. yeah, I mean he's yeah, he's a very smart player. It's just sometimes you wish that he would maybe like talking about intensity. Like I kind of want to see more intensity out of him out there. He's you know? not a very intense player whatsoever. No. He's not someone who I feel like would be super affected by the lack of atmosphere. You know, I feel like he's very like, right. internal no. when he plays. Which is might, good. It, I mean, it might be a benefit to him. To I'm be trying to think of the atmosphere. game. 
there was a game against Philadelphia earlier, of course, it's like five months ago now, but he was just in full control, leading the offense, hitting a ton of shots, and that little in-between game. I mean, he's gotten so much grief this year, and it's continued with our conversation about leaving the bubble last week. But he's in control. His shots, I mean, he, he chucked two stupid ones before the half that I think killed his percentage out of this one. But ultimately, you know, take those out, three of five. Like, he, he's efficient. His, all his movements are efficient. It sets other guys up. Yep. Like, the explosion's not there it, it I, I wonder was right. it ever really there in utah like was he in that intense of a guy and just ripping people's heads i think off it's like 10 percent, 10 percent, 15 percent decrease it wasn't yeah. he didn't he didn't lose everything but right. yeah he's at least 10 10 less explosive which makes a huge difference you know mm-hmm. well before Please, we he's not gonna up, guys, take over oh what's something you want to see out of the celtics in their next scrimmage or hope to see like i know it's two days away i mean how much better how much more in shape can they get but Things were things were a little bit unhinged tonight. Yeah, I want to see this team have that second option when the shots aren't falling. I, I've talked about this a lot, that they're the best jump shooting team in the East uh, statistically. And when that falls off, do they have that second bailout option? Like 5 for 24 in this one, the shots don't fall. And it's a classic Celtic story under Brad Stevens. Do you have that second option to go to when those shots aren't falling? And his Cantor almost provide a little bit of that tonight with those dump-offs underneath and some of the zone play defensively almost got them back in the game. But shooting was just a mess here, and there really wasn't a second option after that offensively. What I would love to see, two words, Kemba Walker. I want Kemba yeah. Walker on the court. If he doesn't play in the next exhibition, then I don't, your believe, I don't believe the Celtics saying, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's this and that. I want to see him on the court. I want to see what Celtics, how the Celtics look with him out there. You know, I'm not saying he needs to play you know, crazy amount of minutes, but – I want to see that first unit get, you know, some good first quarter burn. And that's, that's my main, you know, that's not really that hot of a take, but I think everybody wants to see Kemba Walker take the court and, you know, see what, see how he moves out there. Cause you know, the knee is, and I don't want to say the word lingering, but it's, it's officially lingering. I want to, I agree, Jimmy. I'm a little worried. I I'm pretty dubious uh, that this is, um, maintenance you know uh, where yeah. it, it, I mean, so we'll see months. yeah it, it that's the bummer the first time we heard from him he said you know uh, the rest was great and then the first time he hit the court it was bad but what i want to see right. in addition to kemba for sure and that's clearly the key there's no kemba that's going to be a problem but i, I just want to see tatum eviscerate uh, mm-hmm. a, a few people i because you, you know yeah, that Suns would be the team uh, that i just need to see a couple of, flashes that's it. I just want to see him go on a stretch where he just yeah. just drops buckets in people's face, a quick that step back three, and just oh, just to know that it's still in the bag. Because again, <laughs> right. that no, because that layoff. That's the fear is like he was in such an almost unsustainably yeah. oh. hot superstar next level level. The Tatum right. of those last thirty games was would be in the MVP conversation if that was his whole season. So I mean, that yeah. guy, he'd be a, he's a top five MVP guy if that's how he was all year. That's who you want to see, and it would be just a real bummer if this like took it away and we had a reset and he's not that guy, or it takes him a while to be that guy again. So I just want to see that it's there, and once I do, I'll feel a little better. Yeah, I'm with you, Jimmy. If Kemba Walker can play 50 minutes, an hour of full go at practice, he can play probably 10 minutes in a scrimmage. So I think that it's time, hopefully next scrimmage, we see a semblance of what the Celtics could look like come Mm -hmm. the regular season restart but we'll be here delivering live post-game analysis jimmy's got something i want to say one thing i want to ask you guys what what did you hear him (laughs) he's quiet (laughs) 
That's what they always tell me. I'm very quiet. Yeah, I mean, raise um, your voice and did, raise your hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the back. What did you guys think of just like what the broadcast or just like the 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 game itself, watching it from your couch? I know that's what everyone's been asking for for so long. I mean, is it something that you can see yourself staying into for the next couple months here, or, or are you kind of is it work? I'll say this: this one didn't bother me too much. But if you guys caught the Nuggets and Wizards, where they had the Zoom screen at the top, and it was like Zoom quality sound versus yeah. stadium sound, had to be the worst broadcast I ever watched in my life in any sport. So <laughs> this was inherently a step above that. But I like what they're doing with these. I think they're gonna have 300 fans um, be live through like Microsoft, whatever, on the screens out there, and actually have that be some level of crowd noise. I I tend to like that better than what Fenway is doing, which is just like empty noise shooting out into oblivion. Uh, that actually is some level of engagement. I think that's kind of fun. That's yeah. That's almost, I think that's, yeah, that's trying to keep you somewhat engaged. I, I'd honestly wonder that's, what baseball would be like without it, but you're right. Just something to lift up the energy a little bit would make a difference. Cause it did. The screen is cool. Yeah. The speakers it, are incessant. Too it's, much. Yeah. I had to mute it. I was like, the screen, that's all I can hear. It's like forks on a plate. It was just too Gorman's much. Gorman's yeah. good tonight. I was I was glad to hear him on there. I mean, we know yep. Tommy's in the hospital. I, you know, best out to him. Um, Gorman sounded good after the four months off. Scal, Scal. I, I'm not I, mean, I, I like it. Scal, I got to say one thing about Scal. He, he had a, he made a Rafe LaFrance reference in the second half. It just threw me off. I had a PTSD He's immediately once I heard that name. I mean, you can't throw Rafe LaFrance references out there and expect, like, Celtics fans from the last 20 years to not go into, like, frenzy because, yeah. or, or just totally go off the map because that was, that was wild. Yeah. Those are some tough times. Those any are, more those raised dark hands days. before I wrap those this up? Those are dark days. Yeah, what was that, what? Sarah? I said, any more raised hands before we wrap this up? No, we're oh. done. <laughs> we're That's done. it. We can, put, we can put a bow on this. Pencils we'll down. we'll be live again all the scrimmages, all the regular season games right here on all of our platforms. So be sure to tune in all of our Celtics coverage that we turn out on a daily basis. Find it on our website at clnsmedia.com on our YouTube channel. Don't lose to the Suns, please. We will see you next time. (laughs)